Good morning, good morning. Today is Monday, March 14th. We have Judges 9 through 12 and Psalm 73. And so let's ask the Lord's blessing. We'll get started. Heavenly Father, we just ask that you guide us right now, that you fill us with your spirit. Thank you for this beautiful day, Lord. We just ask your uh, blessing on us, Lord, as we read your word. Judges chapter 9. Now Abimelech, the son of Jerubbabel, went to Shechem, to his mother's relatives, and said to them, and to the whole clan of his mother's family, Say in the ears of all the leaders of Shechem, which is better for you, that all seventy of the sons of Jerubbabel rule over you, or that one rule over you? Remember also that I am your bone and your flesh. And his mother's relatives spoke all these words on his behalf in the ears of all the leaders of Shechem, and their hearts inclined to follow Abimelech, for they said, He is our brother, and they gave him seventy pieces of silver out of the house of Baal-Bereth, with which Abimelech hired worthless and reckless fellows who followed him. And he went to his father's house at Orpah, and killed his brothers, the sons of Jerubbabel, seventy men on one stone. But Jotham, the youngest son of Jerubbabel, was left, for he hid himself. And all the leaders of Shechem came together, and at Beth Milo, and they went and made Abimelech king by the oak of the pillar at Shechem. When it was told to Jotham, he went and stood up on top of Mount Gerizim, and cried aloud, and said to them, Listen to me, you leaders of Shechem, that God may listen to you. The trees once went out to anoint a king over them, and they said to the olive tree, Reign over us. But the olive tree said to them, Shall I leave my abundance, by which gods and men are honored, and go hold sway over the trees? And the trees said to the fig tree, You come and reign over us. But the fig tree said to them, Shall I leave the sweetness and my good fruit and go hold sway over the trees? And the tree said to the vine, you come and reign over us. But the vine said to them, Shall I leave my wine that cheers God and men and go hold sway over the trees? Then all the trees said to the bramble, You come and reign over us. And the bramble said to the trees, If in good faith you are anointing me king over you, then come and take refuge in my shade. But if not, let fire come out of the bramble and devour the cedars of Lebanon. Now therefore, if you acted in good faith and integrity when you made Abimelech king, and if you have dealt well with Jerubbabel and his house, and have done to him as his deeds deserved, for my father fought for you, and risked his life, and delivered you from the hand of Midian, and if you have risen up against my father's house this day, and killed his son, seventy men on one stone, and have made Abimelech the son of his female servant king over the leaders of Shechem, because he is your relative, if you then have acted in good faith and integrity with Jerubbabel and with his house this day, then rejoice in Abimelech, and let him also rejoice in you. But if not, let fire come out from Abimelech and devour the leaders of Shechem and Beth Milo, and let fire come out from the leaders of Shechem and from Beth Milo and devour Abimelech. And Jotham ran away and fled and went to Beer and lived there because of Abimelech his brother. 
Abimelech ruled over Israel three years, and God sent an evil spirit between Abimelech and the leaders of Shechem. And the leaders of Shechem dealt treacherously with Abimelech, that the violence done to the seventy sons of Jerubbabel might come, and their blood be laid on Abimelech, their brother, who killed them, and on the men of Shechem, who strengthened his hands to kill his brothers. And the leaders of Shechem put men in ambush against him on the mountaintops, and they robbed all who passed by them along the way. And it was told to Abimelech. And Gaal, the son of Ebed, moved into Shechem with his relatives, and all the leaders of Shechem put confidence in him. And they went out to the field and gathered their grapes from the vineyards, and trod them, and held a festival. And they went into the house of their god, and ate and drank, and reviled Abimelech. And Gaal, the son of Ebed, said, Who is Abimelech, and who are we of Shechem, that we should serve him? Is he not the son of Jerubbabel, and is not Zebel his officer? Serve the men of Hamor, the father of Shechem, but why should we serve him? Would that his people were under my hand? Then I would remove Abimelech. I would say to Abimelech, increase your army and come out. When Zebel, the ruler of the city, heard the words of Gael, the son of Ebed, his anger was kindled, and he sent messengers to Abimelech secretly, saying, Behold, Gael, the son of Ebed, and his relatives have come to Shechem, and they are stirring up the city against you. Now, therefore, go by night, and you and the people who are with you, and set an ambush in the field. Then in the morning, as soon as the sun is up, rise early and rush upon the city, and when he and the people who are with him come out against you, you may do to them as your hand finds to do. So Abimelech and all the men who were with him rose up by night and set an ambush against Shechem in four companies. And Gaal, the son of Ebed, went out and stood in the entrance of the gate of the city, and Abimelech and the people who were with him rose from the ambush. And when Gaal saw that the people saw the people, he said to Zebel, Look, people are coming down from the mountaintop. And Zebel said to them, You mistake the shadow of the mountains for men. Gael spoke again and said, Look, people are coming down from the center of the land, and one company is coming from the direction of the diviner's oak. Then Zebel said to him, Where is your mouth now, you who said, Who is Abimelech, that we should serve him? Are not these the people whom you despised? Go now and fight with them. <clears throat> and Gael went out at the head of the leaders of Shechem and fought with Abimelech, and Abimelech chased him, and he fled before him, and many fell wounded up to the entrance of the gate, and Abimelech lived at Arumah, and Zebul drove out Gael and his relatives so that they could not dwell at Shechem. On the following day the people went out into the field, and Abimelech was told. He took his people and divided them into three companies, and he set an ambush in the fields, and he looked and saw the people coming out of the city. So he arose against them and killed them. Abimelech and the company that was with him rushed forward and stood at the entrance of the gate of the city, while the two companies rushed upon all who were in the field and killed them. And Abimelech fought against the city all that day, and he captured the city and killed the people who were in it, and he razed the city, and he razed the city and sowed it with salt. When all the leaders of the Tower of Shechem heard of it, they entered the stronghold of the house of El Birith. Abimelech was told all the leaders of the Tower of Shechem were gathered together. And Abimelech went up to Mount Zalman, and he and all the people who were with him. And Abimelech took an axe in his hand and cut down a bundle of brushwood and took it up and laid it on his shoulder. And he said to the men who were with him, What you have seen me do, hurry and do as I have done. So every one of the people cut down his 
bundle and followed Abimelech and put it against the stronghold. And they set the stronghold on fire over them so that all the people in the tower of Shechem also died, about a thousand men and women. Then Abimelech went to Thebes and encamped against Thebes and captured it. But there was a strong tower within the city and all the men and women and all the leaders of the city fled into it and shut themselves in. And they went up to the roof of the tower and Abimelech came to the tower and fought against it and drew near to the door of the tower to burn it with fire. And a certain woman threw an upper millstone on Abimelech's head and crushed his skull. Then he called quickly to the young man, his armor-bearer, and said to him, Draw your sword and kill me, lest they say of me a woman killed him. And his young man thrust him through, and he died. And when the men of Israel saw that Abimelech was dead, everyone departed to his home. Thus God returned the evil of Abimelech, which he committed against his father in killing his seventy brothers. And God also made an evil, made all the evil men of Shechem return on their heads, and upon them came the curse of Jotham, the son of Jerubbabel. Chapter 10. After Abimelech, there rose, a sl- rose to save Israel Tola, the son of Pua, son of Dodo, a man of Issachar. And he lived in Shamir, in the hill country of Ephraim. And he judged Israel 23 years. Then he died and was buried at Sh- Shamir. After him arose Jair, the Gileadite, who judged Israel twenty-two years, and he had thirty sons who rode on thirty donkeys, and they had thirty cities, called Havoth, Jair, to this day, which are in the land of Gilead. And Jair died and was buried in Camon. <clears throat> the people of Israel again did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, and served the Baals and the Ashtaroth, the gods of Syria, the gods of Sidon, the gods of Moab, the gods of the Ammonites, and the gods of the Philistines. And they forsook the Lord and did not serve him. So the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. And he sold them into the hand of the Philistines and into the hand of the Ammonites. And he crushed and oppressed the people of Israel that year. For 18 years they oppressed all the people of Israel who were beyond the Jordan in the land of the Amorites, which is in Gilead. And the Amorites crossed the Jordan to fight also against Judah, against Benjamin and against the house of Ephraim, so that Israel was severely distressed. And the people of Israel cried out to the Lord, saying, We have sinned against you, because we have forsaken our God and have served the Baals. And the Lord said to the people of Israel, Did I not save you from the Egyptians and from the Amorites and from the Ammonites and from the Philistines? The Sidonians also, and the Amalekites and the Maonites oppressed you, and I cri- and you cried to me, and I saved you out of their hand. And you have forsaken me and served other gods. Therefore, I will save you no more. Go and cry out to the gods whom you have chosen. Let them save you in the time of your distress. And the people of Israel said to the Lord, We have sinned. Do to us whatever seems good to you. Only please deliver us this day. So they put away the foreign gods from among them and served the Lord. And he became impatient over the misery of Israel. Then the Ammonites were called to arms and they encamped in Gilead. And the people of Israel came together, and they encamped at Mizpah. And all the and the people, the leaders of Gilead, said to one another, "Who is this man? Who who is the man who will begin to fight against the Ammonites? He shall be head over all the inhabitants of Gilead." Chapter eleven. Now Jephthah the Gileadite was a mighty warrior, but he was the son of a prostitute. Gilead was the father of Jephthah, and Gilead's wife also bore him sons. And when his wife's sons grew up, they drove Jephthah out and said to him, You shall have 
you shall, you shall not have an inheritance in our father's house, for you are the son of another woman. Then Jephthah fled from his brothers and lived in the land of Tob. A worthless and worthless fellows collected around Jephthah and went out with him. After a time of the Ammonites made war against Israel, and when the Ammonites made war against Israel, the elders of Gilead went to bring Jephthah from the land of Tob. And they said to Jephthah, Come out and be our leader, that we may fight against the Ammonites. But Jephthah said to the elders of Gilead, Did you not hate me and drive me out of my father's house? Why have you come to me now when you are in distress? And the elders of Gilead said to Jephthah, This is why we have turned to you now, that you may go with us, go Go with us and fight against the Ammonites and be our head over the inhabitants of Gilead. Jephthah said to the elders of Gilead, If you bring me home again to fight against the Ammonites and the Lord gives them over to me, I will be your head. And the elders of Gilead said to Jephthah, The Lord will be witness between us if we, have not, if we do not do as you say. So Jephthah went to the elders of Gilead and the people made him head and leader over them. And Jephthah spoke all his words before the Lord at Mitzpah. Then Jephthah sent messengers to the king of the Ammonites and said, What do you have against me that, I, that you have come up to fight against my land? And the king of the Amorites answered the messengers of Jephthah, Because Israel is coming up from Egypt, took away my land from the Arnon to the Jabuk and to the Jordan. Now therefore restore it peaceably. Jephthah again sent messengers to the king of the Ammonites and said to him, Thus says Jephthah, Israel did not take away the land of Moab or the land of the Ammonites, but when they came up from Egypt, Israel went through the wilderness to the Red Sea and came to Kadesh. Israel then sent messengers to the king of Edom, saying, Please let us pass through your land. But the king of Edom would not listen. And they also sent, they, and they sent also to the king of Moab, but he would not consent. So Israel remained at Kadesh. Then they journeyed through the wilderness and went around the land of Edom to the land of Moab and arrived on the east side of the land of Moab and camped on the other side of the Arnon. But they did not enter the territory of Moab, for the Arnon was the boundary of Moab. Israel then sent messengers to Sihon, king of the Amorites, king of Heshbon, and Israel said to him, Please let us pass through your land to our country. But Sion did not trust Israel to pass through his territory. So Sion gathered all his people together and encamped at Jahaz and fought with Israel. And the Lord, the God of Israel, gave Sihon and all his people into the hand of Israel, and they defeated them. So Israel took possession of all the land of the Amorites who inhabited that country. And they took possession of all the territory of the Amorites from the Arnon to the Jabuk and from the wilderness to the Jordan. So then the Lord, the God of Israel, dispossessed the, Ar Amorite, the Amorites from beyond his people Israel. And are you to take possession of them? Will you not possess what Chemosh, your God, gives you to possess? And all that the Lord our God has dispossessed before you, we will possess. Now, are you any better than Balak, the son of Zippor, king of Moab? Did he ever contend against Israel, or did he ever go to war with them? While Israel lived in Heshbon and its villages, and in the Aror, Aror and its villages, and in all the cities that are on the banks of the Arnon, three hundred years, why did you not deliver them within that time? I therefore have not sinned against you. And you do me wrong by making war on me. The Lord, the judge, decide this day between the people of Israel and the people of Ammon. But the king of the Ammonites did not listen to the words of Jephthah and he sent, that he sent to him. Then the Spirit of the Lord was upon Jephthah, 
And he passed through Gilead and Manasseh and passed over on to Mitzpah of Gilead. And from Mitzpah of Gilead, he passed on to the Amorites, Ammonites. And Jephthah made a vow to the Lord and said, If you will give the Ammonites into my hand, then whatever comes out from the doors of my house to meet me when I return in peace from the Ammonites shall be the Lord's, and I will offer it up for a burnt offering. So Jephthah crossed over to the Ammonites and fight against them, and the Lord gave them into his hand, and he struck them from Arwar to the neighbor, neighborhood of Minanith. Twenty cities, and as far as Abel Kiramim, which with a great blow. So the Ammonites were subdued before the people of Israel. Then Jephthah came to his home at Mitzpah, and behold, his daughter came out to meet him with tambourines and with dances. She was his only child. Beside her had neither son nor daughter, and as soon as he saw her, he tore his clothes and said, Alas, my daughter, you have brought me very low, and you have become the cause of great trouble to me. For I have opened my mouth to the Lord, and I cannot take back my vow. And she said to him, My father, you have opened your mouth to the Lord. Do to me according to what has gone out of your mouth. Now that the Lord has avenged you on your enemies and on the Ammonites. So she said to her father, Let this thing be done before me. Leave me alone two months, that I may go up and down on the mountains and weep for my virginity and my companions. So he said, Go then he sent her away for two months, and she departed, and she and, and her companions, and wept for her virginity on the mountains. And at the end of the two months, she returned to her father, who did w with her according to his vow that he had made. She had never known a man, and, be and it became a custom in Israel that the daughters of Israel went year by year to lament the daughters of Jephthah the Gileadite four days in the year. Chapter 12. <clears throat> The men of Ephraim were called to arms, and they crossed to Zaphon and said to Jephthah, Why did you cross over to fight against the Ammonites and did not call us to go with you? We will burn your house over you with fire. And Jephthah said to them, I and my people had a great dispute with the Ammonites, and when I called you, you did not save me from their hand. And when I saw that you would not save me, I took my life in my hand and crossed over against the Ammonites, and the Lord gave them into my hand. Why then have you come up to me this day to fight against me? Then Jephthah gathered all the men of Gilead and fought with Ephraim. And the men of Gilead struck Ephraim, because they said, You are fugitives of Ephraim, you Gileadites, in the midst of Ephraim and Manasseh. And the Gileadites captured the fords of the Jordan against the Ephraimites. And when all the fugitives of Ephraim said, Let me go over, the men of Gilead, Gilead said to him, you, Are you for an Ephraimite? When he said no, they would say to, say to him, Then say, Sibboleth. And he said, Sibboleth. Say, Shibboleth. And he said, Sibboleth. For he could not pronounce it right. Then they seized him and slaughtered him in the fords of the Jordan at the time. 42,000 of the Ephraimites fell. Jephthah judged Israel six years. Then Jephthah the Gileadite died and was buried in his city in Gilead. After him, Ibzan of Bethlehem judged Israel. He had 30 sons and 30 daughters and gave in marriage outside his clan. And 30 daughters he brought in from outside for his sons. And he judged Israel seven years 
Then Ibzan died and was buried at Bethlehem. After him, Elon, the Zebulonite, judged Israel, and he judged Israel ten years. Then Elon, the Zebulonite, died and was buried at Ajalon in the land of Zebulun. After him, Abdon, the son of Hiliel, the Pirathonite, judged Israel. He had forty sons and thirty grandsons who rode on seventy donkeys, and he judged Israel eight years. Then Abdon, the son of Hiliel, the Pirathonite, died and was buried at Pirathon in the land of Ephraim in the hill country of the Amalekites. Okay, Psalm 73, God is my strength and portion forever, a psalm of Asaph. Truly God is good to Israel, to these who are pure in heart. But as for me, my feet have almost stumbled. My steps had nearly slipped, for I was envious of the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. For they have no pains until death, their bodies are fat and sleek, they are not in trouble as others are. They are not stricken like the rest of mankind, therefore pride is their necklace, violence covers them as a garment. Their eyes swell through their fatness, their hearts overflow with follies. They scoff and speak with malice, loftily they threaten oppression. They set their mouths against the heavens and their tongues strut through the earth. Therefore this, his people turn back to them and find no fault in them. And they say, how can God know? Is there knowledge in the Most High? Behold, these are the wicked, always at ease. They increase in riches. All in vain have I kept my heart clean and washed my hands in innocent. For all day long I have been stricken and rebuked every morning. If I had said I will speak thus, I would have betrayed the generation of your children. But when I thought how to understand this, it seemed to me a wearisome task. Until I went into the sanctuary of God, then I discerned their end. Truly, you set them in slippery places. You make them fall to ruin. How they are destroyed in a moment, swept away utterly by terrors. Like a dream when one awakes. O oh Lord, when you rouse yourself, you despise them as phantoms. When my soul was embittered, when I was pricked in the heart, I was brutish and ignorant. I was like a beast towards you. Nevertheless, I am continually with you. You hold my right hand. You guide me with your counsel, and afterwards you will receive me to glory, whom I have in heaven. Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is nothing on earth that I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. For behold, those who are far from you shall perish. Put, you put an end to everyone who is unfaithful to you. But for me, it is good to be near God. I have made the Lord God my refuge, that I may tell of all your works. Oh, Heavenly Father, what an amazing testimony of the psalmist here. Lord. For it is good for us to be near you. Oh Lord, there's no other place to be. There's no other thing in comparison than to be near to you, to draw close to you, to make you, God, our refuge, our safe place, our, our dwelling place, our home, our habitation, Lord, where we live, that we would live in you, 
and that we would tell of all of your works, Lord, and not our works, not what we have done, but what you have accomplished. Certainly, Lord, you accomplish things in and through us, but it's still you accomplishing those things. It's by your power, your spirit, your grace, Lord. And Father, we just thank you for loving us so much, Lord, for allowing us to take refuge in you, for being that strong fortress for us to draw near to, Lord. That strong tower, that place of refuge, a place of safety. I think if when you spoke of the children of Israel and said, oh, how you longed to draw them under your wings like a, like a hen that draws the chicks under her for protection, Lord. How you longed for that. Lord, help us to be those little chicks, Lord, that gather under you, under your wings, under your protection, under your lead and guide and, and safety, Lord. Father, may your will be done on this earth, Lord. Accomplish what you desire to do, Lord. What you long to do, you long to do something, Lord, do it. Lord, help us to draw near to you. Help people to come to you, to come into your kingdom, Lord. Push them, Lord. Draw them with your spirit. Whatever it takes, Lord, bring them into your kingdom, Lord. They have no idea what they're getting themselves into, Lord. As you said, Lord, when you're on the cross, we don't know what they, we do, Lord. We, we, don't, we don't know what we're doing. Foolishness. We can be such fools, Lord. And so, Lord, we just ask for your deliverance, Lord, that you would draw us, that you would impress upon people, Lord. Uh, convict, Lord, with your spirit. Just draw people to you, Lord. Father, those that are suffering, we thank you for Al's surgery that finally happened, Lord. And uh, Lord, we just ask that you would heal his body quickly, Lord, that you would just relieve that pain each and every day, Lord, as his body heals, that the pain would uh, get less and less and less each and every day. And Lord, and just soon it would be completely gone, Lord. And Father, we ask that you be with Lynn and the... the uh, the vertigo or whatever it's called, Lord, uh, that he's suffering from this, uh, they think it's the fluid behind his ears, Lord, and we just ask that you would relieve that fluid, that the medicine, the medication would work, Lord, uh, this week, that each and every day uh, he would feel a little bit better, Lord, and better and better, and it would be just gone, that you would just restore him, Lord, that he would be, um, that you would just relieve that feeling, that nauseousness, Lord. What a terrible feeling that is to have, uh, Lord, when uh, when we can't get our, our, uh, 
or our balance or equilibrium correct, Lord. So we lift him up to you. We lift Pam up to you. And we ask that you just relieve that delusion, Lord, that she's suffering from, Lord. That she would see the truth. That she'd see how much her children love her, Lord. Care for her. Lord, uh, uh, Jackie, I think it is, with the two boys, Lord, that uh, have come down from Philadelphia. Lord, we just lift them up to you. We thank you for uh, Clyde and uh, Sylvia just blessing them, Lord. And we just ask that you would uh, allow her to this uh, job to go into effect, Lord, and just help her to get on her feet, Lord. And we just open those doors, Lord, uh, for these the sake of these children, Lord, uh, that they would be, uh, get them in school and, and uh, just get established here, Lord. And so we just ask for your hand in that, Lord, that anything, if she, uh, she didn't seem to be uh, struggling with uh, uh, drugs or alcohol or anything like that, but Lord, if there, if there is a case of that, we just, just free her of that, free her of anything that she may be stuck in lord it's just a peculiar it's always a peculiar situation with like these lord and you know the truth you know everything behind it all and so we just ask the best that you draw her and those boys to you lord through this difficult time lord and so we lift her up to you and uh, lord just all those in the fellowship we ask that you strengthen uh, marriages strengthen relationships lord draw our fellowship closer together lord just this family that you've created, Lord. We just thank you so much for it. And thank you for the families that you've been bringing lately. And thank you for just uh, what you're doing, Lord. Give us guidance, direction, Lord. We want to stay in step with you, with whatever you desire to do, uh, Lord, as we uh, follow you, Lord. Thank you for this day. Watch over us. Help us to reflect you to the world around us, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, guys, have a great day.